Beyond the, Beyond the Headlines. This is World Insight. Hello and welcome to CGTN special program, China ASEAN Embracing a Safe and Shared Future. Both China and ASEAN are vibrant economies that cherish partnership and cooperation. Recently, the two celebrated the second anniversary of their comprehensive strategic partnership. China and ASEAN economies are also deeply linked through culture and history. At a time when the world is looking for solutions to some of the most challenging issues, people from China and ASEAN countries are rediscovering the strength and wisdom from their heritage and history and offer inspirations to the world. CGTN invites scholars from China and ASEAN countries to have a thorough discussion about how we can work together toward a safe and shared future. Cultural heritage and history are China and ASEAN's shared legacy, the bedrock of peace and security. It's not just one-way investment from China going to Southeast Asia. We are trying to build a community with a shared future. Because of that, China leadership at this point of time, especially at the world is a crossroad, is become more important for us to have a shared future. Decades of partnership bodes well for stability, a great environment for cooperation and common prosperity. Catch CGTN's special program, China ASEAN, embracing a safe and shared future. Bridges understanding, mutual understanding between countries. The people interaction, people to people ties are more stronger. We're innovative, but we also appreciate the past. We also understand the history between us and that we want to grow on both of those aspects. Wow. I'm so glad to be joined here by Anna Ui, who is coming from the Philippines, uh, Nina Saifu, coming from Brunei, and Xie Kankan from China. Also joining us, we have a very strong panel coming from so many different countries in the Asia-Pacific region. It's so wonderful that would we would have the opportunity to sit down and talk about the beautiful relations between China and ASEAN. You are all coming from uh, uh, different countries in the ASEAN region. Tell me more, what do you see as the most important links that are bringing us together? I'm from Brunei. So from Brunei, I think one huge aspect is the cultural exchange. And at that cultural exchange, especially in youth programs, I myself underwent that. I think that embracing the different mutual understandings of what China has to offer from the heritage perspective and okay. even the language is such a huge connection that uh, ASEAN and China can have together. I see. What about for you? Uh, yes, I think um, what is making us connected for ASEAN countries, Southeast Asian countries and China, I think is one of that would be people-to-people -people relations, which were very dynamic between the two sides. And I think one important aspect to that is economic trade and investment. I think the economic relationship between China and ASEAN is one of the vibrant. ASEAN and China are trading partners. I think ASEAN number one trading partner at this time is China. Mm. So I think that makes the relationship of the two sides more robust and strong. And that makes us connected as well. Mm. Because at the end of the day, economics is very important. I think that's, that's one factor and that's one aspect. I see. What about for you, Kan Kan? Uh, for me, I think the key word is proximity. It's not just proximity in terms of geography, but also proximity in terms of culture and economics. Culture and economics. 
We have also a strong panel online with us, uh, coming from Myanmar, Cambodia, Singapore, Laos, Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, from all over uh, Southeast Asian countries. So tell us more about what you think is linking us together. I, coming from Myanmar. Yeah, Myanmar is uh, next door neighbor to China. And we are the, obviously, just like us, you know, China is our largest trading partner. Right, a lot of uh, almost uh, a lot of our agricultural and you know primary products sold to China. Obviously, in terms of peace and stability, you know it's a, it's a, a huge implication for the trade. So this forum comes right at the right time, you know, promoting peace and stability between the China as well as the uh, well, between the China and the ASEAN neighbors. Trade that's making peace happen. Once again, you focus on trade from Cambodia, Savinda. Well, I think uh, the links that bind uh, China and Southeast Asia together are actually quite comprehensive. If you take a look at uh, culture, economics, um, you know, politics, common security, all of these issues are actually binding uh, the region and, and China together. It's quite actually comprehensive. You haven't, technically, if you take a look at the comprehensive relationship between the two regions, uh, China and Southeast Asia, you will see that nothing that... Uh, uh, breaks the the link. It, it's actually links at every every dimension. So uh, mm-hmm. I would say it's very very uh, comprehensive, uh, economic security and and many other issues as well. And Kiwi coming from Singapore. First and foremost, we're all human beings. We <laughs> need to pay the rent. We need to survive. We need to eat. So first and foremost is business. What brought us all together? Business. And from then onwards, culture, travel. But mainly, it's first and foremost, business, profit. I think that human beings, we do that. Mm. Trade makes the Trade. world go That's around right. and makes right. us know each other better. Thank you. Right. So, so I think Indonesia is the most evident one where, you know, cooperation between Indonesia, uh, between Indonesia and China has been transforming the country towards just different phase. Anyone coming to Jakarta now will enjoy the first ever high-speed train that connecting Jakarta to Bandung, the second city in, in Western Java. And that is the first in Southeast Asia uh-huh. where you can enjoy 350 kilometers per hour, uh, you know, riding high-speed train to connect two cities. Go to you in Malaysia, Kiamyang. I think the key word for me would be investments. We see a lot of investments coming from China to the region, including in Malaysia. And during my time as Deputy Minister of International Trade and Industry in Malaysia, I visited China six times uh, in the span of 20 months to attract more Chinese investments to come to Malaysia. And I believe this trend will continue. All right, thanks. From Thailand, Li. Yeah, I think uh, Thailand and China and have many similars. Even the cultures are very similar. So I think all the trading, all the economy, all the uh, import export, something like this, I think is based on culture. So the culture... If change, I think it's more important. Sulipong, tell me your thoughts. As you know, Laos and uh, China have a big project together as a one bell one load and uh, many, many uh, agriculture projects. It means trade and uh, business is linking us together. Thank you very much. I think we almost have a survey of our friends coming from ASEAN and China uh, to talk about what they focus on the most. In fact, everybody will agree trade seemed to be the key. And then cultural links through history, through interactions, through travel. And of course, 
China and ASEAN has been enjoying this comprehensive links uh, in all fronts, as uh, our friend from Cambodia uh, beautifully illustrated. So, if we all agree that trade is one of the most important areas, let's talk about trade. So, go to you, Anna. You have been doing research on geopolitical and the geoeconomics, especially the relations between the two. Now, what do you see as the role of trade that that would help us to maintain peace in this region? I think that's a very interesting question because if you look at trade and especially between ASEAN countries and China, trade is、uh, is something that facilitates. Peace and stability in the region, precisely because the more you trade with each other, the more countries trade with each other, the more that relationship are connected. Mutual understanding is is there, and also kind of differences are also bridged because of、mm. trade, because you have more interaction. So that's very important. And I think mechanism in ASEAN that and China that can help facilitate this is the RCEP or the regional in、uh, RCEP, which is、um, now new, and I think it's a ASEAN-led kind of trade pact. So the more This trade pact will continue to evolve, and I think the more that the prospect for peace and security in the region is assured, and I hope you know that this will happen because you know there is no such thing as economic development, economic prosperity if there is no peace. So we need peace for us countries like ASEAN countries and China to be economic, economically prosperous. You need peace, and this kind of mechanism is very important.、Mm. Kang Ming, would you like to say something about that? A、uh, couple of points. Firstly, ASEAN is in a good place because we are friends to everyone. We want to be friends with China, with、uh, the Americans, with the Europeans, with the Japanese, with the Koreans. So, as there are other global and political uncertainties in other parts of the world, ASEAN will be seen as a beacon of stability.、Uh, that's one.、Uh, second thing, within the midst of this stability, we are actually able to do more business within ASEAN with China as well. So, for example. If there's going to be nickel mining for battery EV batteries in in、uh, Indonesia, some of that processing eventually may end up in Malaysia, and it may be exported out of Singapore. So these kinds of linkages within the midst of stability is very important for trade and investment. So you are saying, in fact, as we go with uncertainties in different parts of the world, China and ASEAN are more developing our own. Supply chains and value chains in order to back each other up, and of course for each other's benefits too. Exactly, and not only that. I think this is also for the benefit of other companies from Europe, from、uh, the U.S. that wants to have these strong linkages with China within the context of ASEAN countries. What role has infrastructure played? That's uh, always uh, a. a Enticing question because we know at this point there are different kinds of infrastructure mechanisms in the world that are all focusing on the ASEAN region or Asia Pacific. So, what have been the chemistry、uh, between China and ASEAN in infrastructure? How is that supporting and also complementing the trade and investment that all of you has been enthusiastic about? Anna, 
And when it comes to infrastructure development, especially for ASEAN countries, especially the least developed countries, even my country, the Philippines, the right combination, the right chemistry between China and ASEAN countries is there through the VRI and even funding and investment coming from China. As you can see, my country benefited a lot from China's investment when you talk about infrastructure. And infrastructure is very like much what? needed in countries like, for example, building roads, bridges, and all of this. Because the more connected a country, the more trade and investment comes into the country and the more the country develops. And I think China is helping a lot ASEAN countries in that matter. But we have also seen that China has been transforming uh, the different stages from one stage to another in terms of, for example, Belt and Road Initiative. Earlier, there have been enormous amount of uh, uh, financial investment uh, into infrastructure building and into infrastructure cooperation. But now we have seen that it is coming to a new stage of infrastructure, which is more green, focusing on green, on the quality, and also on the sustainability. Mm. So how do you see this transformation? And meanwhile, as we all know, that economies around the world are struggling with cash. Uh, therefore, building infrastructure uh, in, requires enormous amount of investment. So whether China, as the develop largest developing country in the world, be able to continuously put in financial support, or there's likely to be a combination of different skill sets, soft and hard, uh, so that to support our uh, neighbors' economies and to have win-win cooperation. Kan yes. Kan. yes, of course. I think China has experienced a lot of transformation in the past 30, uh, 40 years. Uh, so is the world. So are the uh, ASEAN countries. So, of course, uh, when we first started this Belt and Road Initiative, a lot of emphasis had been on the direct investment, direct uh, construction of uh, infrastructures. But then uh, I think in the recent years, we have to uh, switch our focus to high-quality development, more sustainable development. And also, we have to look at the long-term kind of development goals of the entire region and the entire world. Many of you earlier in our uh, survey at the very beginning of our discussion also focused on culture, education, history. I don't want to just talk about them uh, generally, but rather may I have the honor to go to you for your explanation about your culture and why is it so important when you say China and ASEAN? Sitting with us, of course, uh, we would love to have uh, already uh, Nina to explain to us. You're coming from Brunei. Um, there is one, which is language. Obviously, Chinese, different, uh, different types of Chinese language, which is uh, either Cantonese, Mandarin, uh, Hokkien. They, they permeate throughout different countries in Southeast Asia. There's culinary. I think that is a, food is a language that everyone speaks. Mm. There are so many different cuisines that are influenced. Um, when I came to China three years ago, I remember trying Yunnan cuisine and finding so many similarities with my own um, culture. Oh, Kan Kan is from Yunnan, by the way. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> you must follow up on what uh, your colleague just said, but please go ahead. And I, I remember that there was, um, so Song 
Songkran is a is a is a kind of festival that a water festival that a lot of different cultures in Southeast Asia celebrate, and I, I believe that there is a very similar kind of celebration that uh, exists in one of the ethnic groups in China. So it's just these kind of aspects uh, that is appreciated between the two regions. I think that's a very beautiful kind of relationship, uh, even with its alongside the innovative development mm. uh, and economic and trade relationship. Finding something similar to home yeah. is always rewarding when you are traveling. <laughs> It is not limited to that, right? It's about why also to trace back the kind of links and chemistries between our culture among our cultures. Think, uh, Kang Kang. Growing up, I think uh, I had already a lot of uh, taste of Southeast Asia. Uh, we had uh, coffee and fruit from Vietnam. Uh, we we watch. Thai movies and uh, TV dramas, and also uh, after college, I started to learn uh, Indonesian language. So then I realized Indonesian songs are all over, like uh, uh, popular songs like uh, "Ayo Mama" and the "Bangawan Solo" are mm. all popular in China back in the 50s and 60s. Mm. So of course, do you still uh, sing it? Uh, well, my mom can sing better. I can sing if you wish. Oh yeah, who is that? <laughs> Ibrahim, maybe. Ibrahim, okay. Maybe you should have you and also uh, uh, Kang Kang to sing a duet. Okay, ayo mama, jangan jangan marah marah. Go ahead. Yeah, please do. Go ahead. Ibrahim, can you do a better job than Kang Kang? He's not. He's disappointing me. Yeah, I can. I can sing it if you wish. Yeah, maybe some arias. I can also join you to to learn. Yeah. Ayo mama, jangan mama marah beta. Wow. Dia cuma 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 pegang beta. Very nice. Thank you so much, gentlemen. What I want to do is just uh, maybe relax a little bit from the po- talks of politics and economics, but also, you know, to show that what we are talking about here is not empty talk. But that is only one aspect of what we talk about in terms of uh, cultural links, uh, yeah. you know, entertainment and music. Yeah. But it's much more than that. Yeah, we say that people-to-people interaction, people-to-people ties are more stronger. And the more stronger the people-to-people ties, I think the state-to-state level of of relationship will be um, would have a good foundation. So all of this kind of in, uh, cultural interaction may be food, movies, songs, and and many others. Even language is very important. I think. It bridges understanding, mutual understanding between countries, especially those countries that sometimes they have some kind of, you know, misunderstanding. But、That's、culture、it. is not just tools for politics. No, yes, of culture course. Culture is something that should be itself very much respected by all of us. Yes, I would agree. And cherished as well. Yes. Let me ask you back, Anina, because. In fact, you run an association、yes. of scholar from Southeast Asia. Yes. And tell us, how do you see? That kind of、uh, cultural interactions taking place, both in your classroom and also beyond. I think tourism plays such a huge aspect of the cultural exchange. So, as a student, one of the very, very、um, obvious things that we do in programs was, was traveling around China. In these、uh, areas that we traveled, that was where I really understood the different kind of cultures that existed in China. So I think that's like one very, very obvious experience that, as a student, that they can go through,、uh, especially not just in the cultural exchange, but educational program and youth exchange programs that China does with ASEAN. And Ban, I know you are online. Would you like to also say something about culture? Culture is、uh, something which. 
basically is people to people. Yeah? And this is something that's, I think, uh, necessary in addition to government to government, which is important, as well as uh, economy to economy, you know, which is obviously uh, vital. So I think uh, together, the culture with economy and uh, government to government relations con comprise this uh, full integration of our region in order to uh, make you know, relations really complete. They are complementary. And in the case of Malaysia, I would also add that it's not just you know, schools with mother tongue Chinese and Mandarin, that are quite common, but also all the media every day and night, print and broadcast media are in several languages, including in Chinese uh, Mandarin. So you know, this is something which has been there for a long time. And we have to also recognize that in our region of East Asia, there is great diversity, especially Southeast Asia. But despite the diversity, there are common strands that are very important culturally across the different communities. And I think it, uh, what needs to be done, uh, not enough work has been done at different levels in identifying the commonalities among our cultures, because we do share similarities and correspondences and so on mm. uh, in our values and in our ways of doing things, in our okay. outlooks, which uh, I think have not been uh, recognized sufficiently. Uh, well, we are talking to one another. Uh, new inspirations already jumped out of our minds. And meanwhile, we seem to get to know more about what our counterparts value the most in this uh, beautifully intertwined relationship. It is really a worthwhile conversation with all of you. Before we go, if I could humbly invite one sentence to sum up your ideas given our topic today. If I if I if I'm going back, the one sentence is just the same thing because China has the longest history. So it will be the uh, you know the the culture is all all you know all embedded into the ASEAN uh, ASEAN countries already. You know, just now talking about the inner culture, I was I wasn't inside the conversation at that point of time. But as I say just now, because of that, China leadership at this point of time, especially at the world is a crossroad, is become more important for us to have a shared future. I think uh, what uh, China is proposing is good, but it, to me, it's not new. You know? uh, I mean, throughout history, everyone, every great society wants to promote that. It's just that now, what we have been used to in the past maybe 50 or 100 years is the narrative from the West. Okay? But then we found that, A, they are hypocrites. They are not doing the things that they claim to be doing. And so I will Look, push them aside and now look for the new player. China is claiming that. Let's subscribe to this new player. Yeah, maybe we don't realize that one-fourth of global economy is coming from China and ASEAN, which means that 18% from China and 7% from ASEAN. We are big. Maybe we don't realize that we are big enough to voice better improvement in the world, which is currently facing a lot of turbulences and uncertainties. Let's work together and let's voice the righteous thing that we can we can voice together because world need our collaboration. Uh, one uh, region and uh, ASEAN, ASEAN and uh, China, I would like to emphasize that the wider in China or Thailand, we are the committee to the same gold, uh, peace and uh, harmony. As we often say, China and Thailand are one family. Uh, in Chinese, it's Zhong Tai Yi Jia Qing. And which is not just a, a slogan, but a goal we achieve for 
and uh, uh, and the future together and be together. I think that uh, South Asian nations are very sensitive uh, to any competition, uh, to any uh, rising tension between the U.S. and China uh, in the region. Uh, so that's the reason why they are very sensitive and they feel that they are vulnerable uh, to any uh, tensions or to any uh, possibility that they have to taxize uh, in the region. Uh, as some, uh, you know, small and medium power in the region, Vietnam also realizes that uh, it needs to be careful in its relations with both China and, and the U.S. And I think that China must understand that these nations in the Southeast Asia do not want to take sides. And by sending the, the message that China does not want these South, uh, South Asians have to take sides, and it will help, it will help ensure the countries and the regions that China is all, China is always the friend, the friend in the region. And, and it will make South Asian nations believe in uh, China's initiative in the region and they will support uh, China's policy more in the future. Nina from Brunei. Having embraced to forge friendships that are open and inclusive between ASEAN and China. Anna from the Philippines. Um, China and ASEAN's ASEAN are builders of Asian century of economic prosperity and peace. Kang Kang from China. In China, there's a saying, but Asian, uh, Southeast Asian countries are our close neighbors, but also our family members. So I believe firmly that China and ASEAN are going to have a shared future, bright future together. Thank you for all of you for participating in this uh, discussion about China and ASEAN. 2024 is destined to be a turbulent year, and yet with better understanding between China and ASEAN, we'll be able to contribute, hopefully, to the peace and development to most important topics for common folks in the world today. I'm Tianwei. Bye for now.